0: What's up, what's up, everybody?
1: Hey, what's up, Nora?
0: (laughs) In the building.
1: (laughs) What's going on?
0: How are you?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Oh, man. All right. Nora's in the building, you guys. Our episode is an interview with Q&A with Justin correct me if I'm wrong, Patton?
1: Yes, that is correct. All
0: right, all right, Justin Patton. So we're gonna go ahead and let him introduce himself.
1: Um, yeah, what's up everybody? Uh, this is, I feel like this is like earlier than like anything that I've done, like poetry wise, even though like it's, it's not early at all. So, uh, so this is different, this is good. But what's up everybody? My name is Justin Patton. I'm a spoken word artist from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, let me see. I host a show every third Thursday in Marietta, Georgia. It's called Soul Therapy. It's him representing right now. Um, let me see what else. I host uh, every first Thursday at Urban Grind Coffee Shop, uh, downtown Atlanta in West Midtown. Uh, I am an author. My first book, Poetry for the Hopefully, uh, right there behind me um, is out right now. Um, let's see. I have an album called Pain to Poetry that you can get on all streaming platforms. Um I have a podcast on our streaming platforms called The Poet's Perspective. So you can tune into that. Uh check out some episodes we've done. Um and yeah, so uh so that's about it.
0: All right, all right. So you guys, that's I mean that is where I met Justin. Uh he gave me the opportunity to get on stage and say my poem, like say my poem. Like I I think as I mentioned I mentioned this I think maybe like two episodes ago where, you know, I had a, it was my challenge. Like I wanted to, you know, actually be a part of, like go to an open mic and actually go on stage. And he gave me that opportunity. And of course you guys, I had to, I had to interview him Cause I mean, y'all, hopefully maybe he'll give us a little, you know, a little poem at the end. So we're gonna see, um, but it was amazing. Uh, I'm telling you, his, his events that he throws, It's, ah, man.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming through. I appreciate you wanting to get on stage and and sharing your talent. So, so yeah, that's what it's about. That's what it's about.
0: Amen. So we're going to go ahead and get to it. We're going to get to this interview, you guys. So, first question, right? What inspired you to write poetry? Like, what's your why?
1: What inspired me to write poetry? Um, well, I've always, I've always written poetry. As um, a matter of fact, hold on, I usually keep like so. I have like these. Um, let me see. I don't want to get oh, where's my. Okay, I don't want to get super deep into it. But I usually keep like uh, there's these, there's these books of poetry that I turned in in maybe like sixth grade. It's like um, the sides are together with like um, shoestrings tied around them. Um, but, but that was like my first book of poetry so um so i always keep that with me as like a reminder of like yeah you've been doing this just keep going um but um but i, I always written um and you know i had i started out only writing because like when i would feel something like if i was down then i would get in my feelings and you know and write whatever but um but once i found out that there was like spoken word community and people like were doing this on stage and people doing it on a high level. I'm like, okay. You know, so I got on stage the first time went terrible. Um, Forgot everything I was going to say, very embarrassing, but you know, and it took me like another year and a half after that to get back on stage. But um, I just kept putting myself like environments where it was happening. And so eventually um, I got back on stage and uh, and I always figured like what I was going through would be able to help somebody else. So, um, so yeah, so really just to inspire people, and uh once i once i felt like i started getting like kind of good then i'm like okay this can really uh bring some value to other people so just wanted to keep going and um and i mean just kind of being on stage uh kind of comes natural to me just wanting to like entertain people in that way i guess just from like being a class clown things like that but then um but then being able to write something real and like infuse it in it just so it's not like just jokes and entertainment something people can get inspired by and take from it and use in their lives. So, so yeah, so that's my why to first, uh, to first help heal myself and in turn, I share it. So to help heal other people. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what it is.
0: Yes. Okay. Wow. So you started, like you started in the sixth grade. Is that when you started? Like, okay. So tell me when you found like the journey of finding your voice. So is it, was it sixth grade or oh, the was journey
1: it- of finding my voice? No, no. I think, um, I think I might still be on that journey. It's like a constant thing because, uh, cause I think it changes as well. But, uh, but yeah, so sixth grade was like when I first started writing, like that was like, um, and even probably a little bit before that, uh, sixth grade, I just have the proof to show y'all, which, like I said, I usually keep it like on deck. can't find it, but anyways, um, but yeah, um, sixth grade was like when I started writing, well, when I, when I tell people I started writing because I got the proof, but, um, as far as finding my voice, uh, I'm gonna say probably because I started. I got on stage for the first time in, let me see, in 2012. That was the first time on stage, but then, but then I didn't get on stage after that till 2014. And so from 2014 to 2019, I was going to open mics, but I was just dabbling, dabbling. I wasn't like, I wasn't like taking it super serious. Um, <laughs> 2017 i started ramping it up more but then like i'm gonna say maybe the beginning of 2019 i'm like okay i'm gonna start really like honing my craft and trying to get better so i'm gonna hit as many open mics as i get to as anybody to any time somebody coming to ask somebody want me to come speak i'm gonna do it whatever paid regardless doesn't matter i'm coming out so that's when i'm like okay i'm gonna get on stage and and uh and really start taking it serious and trying to refine my craft, if you will. Um so as far as finding my voice, I don't, don't even want to say till probably like, let me see, and then I was doing a lot of shows, then the pandemic hit March 2020. Um yeah. and so and yes, yeah, yeah, so that shut down everything. And I'm like, damn, I can't perform whatever, okay. But then I started hosting uh I started hosting a, a online a, a IG Live open mic through Urban Grind. And I did that for like, God, we did that for like a year straight every Thursday. And so um, so that helped. So I'm going to say coming out of the pandemic, it really like early 2021 is where like I really say I found my voice, uh, started to find my voice more, I'll say. And, um, and it kind of started, instead of like me just performing and being on stage, it kind of turned into my own thing. Like like people like, okay, that's Justin. I can tell by, you know, I can tell by how he coming. Like I started to kind of carve out my own style, if you will, which is like, um, I like to be real, but I also like to be silly. So uh, I call it uh, edutainment because I want to educate and entertain. So I'm gonna say like, what's until like kind of like 2020 during the pandemic, 2021 is where I really feel like I started finding my voice. and I was writing a lot as well. I, uh, I have a blog online on medium uh, that I was writing pretty heavy on. And so, um, and so it started creating like online community. They started getting some traction. So, um, so yeah, so that helped me find my voice too. So, uh, so yeah, so I would say like just within the last couple of years, like 2020, 2021 was, was very important in terms of finding my voice and, and who I wanted to be on stage and who I wanted to portray.
0: Wow. Wow. Man, that's, I'm telling you, Hey, you know, <laughs> hey, I mean, well, of course, this, it was a bad time and all of that. But, you know, for just some people, it definitely, you know, gave us an avenue to venture off into just different, you know, just different um, pathways that we could, you know, be able to present our craft and to actually probably get more so get really into it and get more passionate about it. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I know the pandemic was a tough time, like you said, for a lot of people. I mean, we all know people that lost people. But um, but yeah, it was a it was a good time for me in terms of like in terms of the things I talk about in terms of finding my voice, in terms of like having the time to write and to think about, you know, what I want to write about, what direction I want to take. I want to take my craft like I, I had time for that. And right. so, uh, and so, yeah, so it really, um, it really helped me out in that way.
0: Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. So tell me like what, like what motivates you? Like what's your motivation to just keep going and to keep writing and to, um, keep going, getting on stage. And, you know, of course you said you had a podcast, you have, you have different just avenues going on right now. You got different
1: yeah, things. Yeah.
0: So what content, like what makes you just continue like what motivates you
1: yeah there's a there's a lot of things so I first start my family of course you know I want to make um I want to make my mother proud I want to make my father proud my sisters my wife my child um especially my child of course um you know somebody that is looking to me I can't how can I tell him to to be everything he want to be if I'm not you know, so, uh, so that's probably like one of my biggest motivations. And then of course, just like, um, just wanting to be, just wanting to be world-class at something. Um, wanting to, wanting to do more, wanting to make sure that I get the most out of this life that I can. So I want to make sure, you know, I want to make sure I do everything that I can, um, in order to make sure that my life is fulfilled. So, wanting to take things to the next level. Like I come from um, most of my family is like real hardworking people. Like that's what I come from, like blue, blue collar, grinding, really getting it. You know, most um, most of my family, you know, they work jobs and, you know, they live they live pretty good, but I want to, um. I want to take it to the next level. I want to see, um, I want to see how I can, you know, working a job and stuff, you know, for a long time is cool and, and you know, that can provide that can provide a good life, but uh, but I really wanna um take it to the next level as far as being an entrepreneur. I wanna make sure um I do some different things and show my son, my nieces and nephews that you know it's other avenues, especially in terms of being creative and being a creative and using your art and your creations to uh to help build the life that you wanna live. So and then especially spoken word, I feel like um it's not look as lucrative as other art forms, so i wanna show that it is i wanna show that spoken word artists can be just as big as stars as 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 pop stars as rappers as comedians as as all of that so so taking it and putting it on on that mainstream level is uh what motivates me as well so so yeah just uh just a whole bunch of things. But wow. mainly just wanted to get the most out of life at the end of the day.
0: At the end of the day. Yes. At the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, we don't <laughs> want to live mediocre lives. We want more. We, we want more.
0: <laughs> exactly. We try to, man, we try to be out here.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Say it again? I said absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And then to get spoken word, you know, just out there. And, you know, of course it's, you know, it's, it's been around for, years but been around for years but to you know just spread light you know on that because i'm pretty sure it's a lot of people out there that you know that write, but they don't you know they can't find just a way to actually say it you know say it out loud to you know spread just spread their um get their point across you know absolutely Uh, absolutely
1: and that's and that's one thing about and that's one thing i like about it like spoken word honestly I mean, anybody, anybody who has a sound mind can sit down and write a poem. And most of us have at some point written some type of poetry at some point, but, um, but it's something that, um, it's something that everybody can do. I feel like, and and some people look at that as like, um, like a negative thing, but I look at it as a positive thing. Like if I can inspire somebody to, to want to sit down and write, I mean, whether they decide to share it or not, that's on them. That's a whole different, that's a whole different thing about it. But, um, but to inspire somebody to sit down and look within at their own thoughts and kind of analyze their life and, and put it down in a creative way to where it feels like it helps them with whatever they're going through, that's that's powerful to me.
0: Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. To it's just it's a whole nother way of just expressing, you know? Um, Absolutely. Because I definitely, I felt like, you know, for the longest growing up, I didn't really have a voice. But, you know, my voice was through words. Um, yeah you know just to write just how i'm feeling and you know i'm not i don't i don't think i you know i didn't know like how to write you know i was like i don't know this is the right way or the wrong way so of course you know i wasn't too big on presenting anything but um to be able to voice my you know have my voice written out on the paper on paper
1: you know
0: yeah a lot and i know a lot of people you know a lot of people do that
1: you know yeah absolutely absolutely it's uh it's therapeutic. It's therapeutic just to put your stuff down, and um, and you know, it's it's making something out of nothing. You exactly. know, if you have an idea and put it down on paper, that's a powerful thing. What up, cuz? What up, Juju? I don't remember my folk now.
0: <laughs> oh, family joining in. All right. <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
0: Oh wow. So now, walk me through. You know, as we were talking about. You know, walk me through your process of just writing. You know
1: my process of writing okay so it changes but i try to be i try to be somebody that um that writes whether i'm in the mood to write or not so um ideally i like to i like to write something every day even if it's just like a line or two or just like a sentence um then i want to get it down so i have like um different different things I write kind of take uh, different processes so um my just so just like one of my daily practices is um one of the first things I do when I wake up is just journal um and I don't think about what I'm writing i don't I don't filter it i just i just kind of let the thoughts go and for me that's kind of like um the same way uh people go to the bathroom and take a shit uh, I'm sorry, can we cuss on here? Sorry. sorry. But yeah, so the same way, like people wake up in the morning and take a shit just to get that out of them. That's the writing process for me. That's my journaling process. It's like to get all these thoughts out that have been going on in my mind about God knows what, whatever, I'm asleep. um, Just kind of get those out so I can uh, start the day uh, with a fresh slate in my mind and kind of get kind of get some of the kind of get some of the fog out. So I do that, but in terms of like um sitting down or like writing poetry or something like that, um I try to put myself in different atmosphere so it feels different. So so that I'm not always just like sitting at home in my desk, like trying to bang it out. So I like to uh I like to go out, sit at parks, sit at coffee shops, um I've sat in like lounges before, like club type. And just sit at the bar and just just write try to get the energy of what's going on and um and yeah so i always uh always start with a rough draft but then um but then i really uh try to go back and refine it especially when i commit it to memory take it on stage see what works see what doesn't work and uh and i always kind of go back and fine tune it fine tune it see where i can uh change some things and make it more um make it more appealing to the crowd because most of uh at least when it comes to writing poetry you know i'm I'm writing it to perform it. For the most part, some stuff um, I'll write it. You know, it'll never see the light of day, whatever. But uh, but most stuff I write to perform. So um, so when I'm when I'm uh, in the memorization process, I try to um, the only way I can really refine it is taking it on stage and, and seeing what happens with it. So uh, so yeah. So really, just trying to put myself in different atmospheres so I can get like different vibes and all the stuff don't sound the same.
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Now walk me through now tell me about the memorization because you know I need I need help on that. I <laughs> was so enlightened by like just watching, you know, watching you perform and I'm just like he has he has no paper, he has no phone. He's literally going <laughs> and like I wanna I I gotta I gotta learn this. How is he doing this? Like how how? Because I wanna I wanna know that process.
1: So it's really um it's really one of those things that once you keep doing, you get better at, it might not seem like that at first, but, but it really is like a, like a practice that, that you'll get better at once you, um, once you start. So, um so it really takes, so sometimes, and again, the process is different because sometimes like if I'm, if I'm commissioned to write a piece for a certain event or something like that, then of course I like, I'll write whatever and then I'll spend, you know, however long, trying to commit it to memory, maybe two days, maybe three days, just depending on just depending on whatever's going on. Um, but most of the time it's not like that. Most of the time I can kind of, uh, I kind of write at my own pace. Um, let me see. So I'll write something and sometimes it doesn't always like, if I write something, it's not always like, okay, I'm gonna take this to the stage. Sometimes I might write something, and you know that's that's whatever but then i revisit it maybe like a few months down the line or some weeks down the line and then i read it again i'm like okay this something this time i might be able to work with if i play with it here play with it there and so um and so then i'll start just um yeah just uh practicing at the house um you know i'm looking in the mirror i'm i'm taking it to my wife i'm calling my friends they'll have this sound um and then like uh I set stuff up in the room like a vacuum cleaner or a ladder over here and just some random stuff. And I perform for them. Like they're my audience. And so I'm around the room. So yeah, this sounds super crazy to people listening or that's gonna listen to it, but whatever. Um, yeah. So I'm up in the room and I'm, I'm talking to the lamp over here. I'm talking to the baby crib over here. I'm talking to all these inanimate objects pretending like they're my crowd. And so, um, and so that's part of the process, but it really, it really doesn't commit, at least for me, it doesn't commit to my memory until I take it on stage. And the first time I take it on stage, I usually forget some lines. I usually you know, I switch this around to here on accident. This part's supposed to be in the middle, but I said it at the beginning. So things um but I look at it like like it's not a mess up to me. Maybe that's the poem editing itself. And so usually like if I forget something. Or if I put something over here that's supposed to be over here, then I usually take that pretty serious. Like, okay, if it's that natural, then maybe it's supposed to go like that. Unless it's something that I really want to put into it, then I'll go back and uh and and make it how it's supposed to be. But for the most part, I take that, um yeah, I kind of take that as like it's God editing it because it's like it's nothing that I'm doing. And so I take it pretty serious. Like if I forget a line, I'm saying maybe that line is forgettable. Maybe I don't need it you know maybe it accentuates this part right here so taking it on stage for the first time and saying it in front of people then i feel comfortable like okay i got it if i got through it that one time then i can get through it and then that's usually when it starts but um but i don't like i don't like to say a poem is is ever really complete because even my whole goal is to get it to the point where oh and another thing i do like i play i play music and then recite the poem over the music. And I usually try to play like a song that I know. So I got those words going on in my head, but at the same time, I'm still trying to say my words. So if I know my words so well that I can say them over a song playing that I know through and through, then I know that I got it pretty well. And the whole goal is to get it to the point where like the poem is just so second nature that I can go in and out of the poem on stage so I can stop. You know, if if something if something happens in the room, like somebody trips or somebody drops something, or you know, I wanna I wanna be able to address that in real time. Like, yo, shout out to stop the poem. Yo, shout out to um, you know, the chef who just dropped who just dropped all the food on the ground. Now we are not eating, and then come back over here and get back into the poem. Like, I wanna I wanna be able to go in and out of it like that, so it's not always just memorize, give it to him. Memorize, give it to him. I wanna be able to play with it and and be able to uh, capture whatever's going on in the room in real time so that, you know, it feels real so that we can make some real moments and it's not just like me reciting, if that makes sense.
0: Wow, that's, man, that's the whole, I'm telling you, spoken word is a whole, that's a whole art, okay?
1: (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely.
0: You just touched on like the stakes, right? Embracing, you know, you, you might've forgot a line, but you keep going, you know, you right.
1: Know? Yeah. And
0: that speaks That speaks louder than words. Like
1: yeah.
0: and if something like, like funny, like happened and you can incorporate that into what, you know, say you're performing, you can you're able to incorporate whatever's going on or distraction that's going on, how you're able to incorporate that into what you're presenting.
1: Absolutely.
0: And that's all that yeah. all game right there.
1: But I do want to say, like that comes from that comes from being on stage and having forgot so many times. Like there's been times where you know I completely forgot the poem and didn't know where to go and you know walked off stage and went to my car crying. So like there, <laughs> it takes it takes that to get to like okay if I I always gotta have a contingency plan or something. If I if I forget, they can't know I forgot. They don't know my poem, so wherever I go with it next is going to be where I go with it. But, um, but yeah, so I choose to like, just never show, even if I forget something or whenever lose my place, then my, um, my whole goal is to, is to not show that, just make sure, you know, they don't know my show. So I just got to keep it moving, uh, any way possible. And, uh, and so, so one more thing, a part of the memorization process, memorization process, and it's important to me. So I want to say it. Uh, so I run a lot. So, um, so I run while I'm reciting poems. That's um that's how I know that I can get it pretty well too. If I can be running, huffing and puffing through mile two, three or four and still getting through a piece and I'm like, okay, I know this pretty well. So,
0: uh, so yeah, like- those
1: are kinda like my tactics.
0: And you be and you'll like recite it, recite your poem while
1: you're running? Yeah, yeah. It sounds crazy to everybody walking by, people driving by in their cars, but it don't matter because I be screaming and beating my chest, like and really trying to perform it while I'm while I'm out, but, uh, but yeah, it works for me. So, wow.
0: man, I'm telling y'all, this is a whole. this is a whole, that's a whole. you could write about that. You can't write about, that. about Embracing like just the flaws or just the mistakes, like you're able to embrace that and put it, put that energy and make a whole new type of different energy, you know, going towards what you love to do. That's wow. That's amazing, man. You you're inspiring me. That's for talking. <laughs> appreciate
1: it. Appreciate it. That's the goal. That's right. the goal.
0: Man, so tell me when. So when you are writing, like w- when do you know that you're done? Like when do you know you've completed this or you've completed your poem as your, you know, the the one that you're currently writing? Like when um, do you?
1: To me, I never want to. I never call them complete because i feel like there's always something there's always something i can change at some point um so maybe there's something that i wrote a couple years ago and the poem still works but i have to change a couple references just to make sure that it fits this time and what we're going through right now at this moment so i always want to leave poems open to be changed um yeah i want always want to leave them open to be changed um and there's never, and it's in terms of like, when I know it's ready to like be taken on stage, it's, hmm, I, um, it's hard to explain because it's really just a feeling. Like I have to just feel comfortable about the material and and what I got on paper. I gotta feel like, I gotta feel like it's coming from a different perspective and not something that's cliche that most people have heard before. So if I'm talking about, so uh, if I'm talking about love, I want to make sure it's like from a different perspective, not just, not just typical love poem. If I'm talking about, if I'm talking about something like, um, like I like to talk about hot topics that most people, that most people play on. So like sex, religion, drugs, race, like, Like kind of hot buttons for people. So, but whenever I have like something that's touching on those topics, I just want to make sure it's coming from a perspective. So as soon as I feel like it's a unique perspective, my perspective, um, and I'm conveying it in a, in a creative way, then I feel like I'm ready to take it on stage. Now, all the words might not be down. I might not have the rhythm. I might not have the cadence. I might not have the performance aspect of it down yet, but, the poem is ready when I feel like, when I feel like it's coming from a unique perspective, my perspective. Like I don't want, I want, I want somebody to be able to hear something and be like, or let me say this. I don't want to be able to give my poem to somebody and they can just read it and it'd be the same poem. I want to make sure that even if somebody else reads it, it's still my voice, if that makes sense. So, uh, so yeah, so as soon as I feel like as soon as I feel like I have a perspective that's different than how most people view the same thing, then I feel like I'm ready to take it on stage.
0: Wow. Okay. All right. Man, your own person. Yep. I'm telling you, I'm y'all. This inspiration here. <laughs> oh, tell me what is one poem that you wrote that sets you free from the pain you were feeling inside?
1: one poem that sets me free from what I'm feeling inside. Um, Yeah, I have, um, I have this one poem, I call it my mission statement uh, just because it touches on like things that, things that I've struggled with, things that, you know, I go through and kind of, and kind of how I got to this point that I'm at now, which is like just feeling more confident in my work and feeling at least confident enough to to put it out there for the world and continue doing it. Um, and so, yeah, whenever um whenever I perform that poem, this is one of those poems that that don't really get old to me as far as me performing it. And um and every time I do it, it just feels like it just feels like it's me. It feels like it's me. It feels like, it feels like um. Yeah, I have a lot of pieces that are are silly because I like to um, I don't like to write in a way that's like I feel like like I'm going over people's heads and yeah. you don't know where like if it's just that deep or or it just makes no sense. I try to write, I try to write to like make my make my pieces digestible for people. You know, I don't get me wrong. I want people to think about it, so you know they might have to reach up for the fruit to grab it, but I don't want to have to. You know be dangling over their heads so high like they don't they can't even jump to get it I want to make sure you know all they got to do is reach up but um but yeah so I always um always want to like write on that level but uh but yeah I feel like um yeah I feel like that piece uh really really kind of encapsulates everything that that I'm trying to do in terms of like inspire people and entertain them so so yeah
0: wow all right all right so do you think your childhood experiences was a was it a catalyst for you writing poetry
1: um definitely definitely because i was because there was a lot of times growing up as a child i felt like i didn't want to i felt like i feel like my opinion ain't matter i felt like i feel like i didn't have a voice a lot of time actually i don't want to say i feel like i didn't have a voice i felt I felt like my voice might not be important as others. So I would keep my mouth shut. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't express my opinion or I wouldn't ask this question or, right. or whatever the case was. I was, um, you know, I was tended to do that in a lot of ways for just a lot of different reasons. Um, so now I feel um, if I have something to say that's from a different perspective that I feel like is, um, is worth people's attention and worth their time span, then um, then yeah, I'm I'm more than willing. I I want to give it to you. I want to give you this, and uh, cause a lot of people going through like a lot of different things. So you know, if I can use my voice to help people in that way, then then I'm for sure gonna do it. Because there was a time where I felt like I didn't do that. Probably should have spoke up when I shouldn't. Probably could have stood up for a friend when I shouldn't. So uh, so all those things that I think about kind of play into me being on stage now and and giving uh and giving my art
0: okay wow all right do you so do you have any like favorite um spoken word artists that you listen to or that you may read or like books when it comes or yeah or books
1: um god yeah i got um i got a lot of artists which um a lot of my peers are are some of my favorite artists because i think they're super dope Um, So we got people like, uh, oh man, Um, let me see. Mr. B, and if you don't know these people, please look them up. Please look up these people, follow them. Uh, They are all dope artists. Uh, Let me see some of the first that comes to mind. Um, Let me see, Mr. B Rock uh, out of Baltimore. I got uh, Free Will out of St. Louis. Uh, Queen Sheba, she's based out of here in Atlanta. Uh, Georgia Me, she's based out of Atlanta. Um Golly, um Abyss. So some of these people, some of these people have been doing it for a while, like laid the foundation type of deal. Um and that's that's definitely the case with like Abyss, Georgia Mee, and Queen Sheba people like that. Oh man, who else? Um uh Jamelo, who's based out of here in Atlanta. I think he's from Detroit originally. Uh man, and then there's Sheesh, I could, uh, I could go on, but of course there's the greats. Like you got, um, Maya Angelou, yeah. um, let me see. And then I'll, and then even I go back now and read some of like, read some of the old poetry that they introduced to us in high school that, that didn't make no sense to me then kind of makes some sense to me now. Like, so stuff like Emily Dickinson and like Mark Twain, uh, Gil Scott-Heron, of course, my probably my all-time favorite. Um, sheesh, uh, last poets. Um, yeah, I could go on. I could I could name people forever, but those are some of the favorites that that come off the top of my head right now.
0: Wow! And oh, um, but
1: but mostly but mostly my peers. I want to say that mostly the people that you know. Uh, we have a pretty strong community of, of spoken word artists down here in Atlanta. So, um, so we sharpen each other. Uh, we sharpen each other's tools just by performing with each other so much. So, so they're some of my favorites, honestly. Uh, Milk, uh, shout out to Milk. Um, so yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and I think I've met, I think I've met some of, some of uh,
0: the artists that you uh, mentioned. I think I've yeah, met.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you have, I'm sure you have. A lot of them have uh, have been up to the show uh, come perform um yeah. come perform, you know more times than not so yeah, so,
0: yeah. they're amazing i'm telling y'all <laughs> i'm telling you they'll speak they'll speak to your soul <laughs> they do. but wow okay now that's a lot that's that, that's it's important to have a community you know where you know all of you guys are doing this uh, you know the same thing of course in different ways but mm-hmm. You know they it, it helped you know it just maybe someone needs help with you know how to deliver something or you know yeah. able to sharpen your skills all together as a community and so that's that's definitely important to find you know that community you know that you belong in
1: um, absolutely. absolutely
0: Wow Wow so what did you sacrifice to pursue your dream
1: dream What did I sacrifice? I felt like I sacrificed um comfort comfortability. Mm -hmm. Like um that's probably the main thing and uh and then a lot of time outside of that, like uh you know, having a family, having to um having to still like, you know, do work and support yourself, but then still finding the time to write and perform and put on a show and make sure you know your show is not only good that that you put on but then going out and perform at other shows so you want to make sure your set is tight so just like um so just like writing and performing and then putting on the business hat like all those things take its own separate they all take time so, um, so that's the biggest thing I feel like sacrificed a lot of time. Um, so my life is pretty much like <laughs> family, family performing. And if I'm not, if I'm not doing those things, like something related to poetry or with my family, then, you know, I might be out running or something like that. I'm, I'm training for a marathon right now. So other than that, like working out the poetry and family, like psych. That's like the only things that I can really have time for. I don't have like a lot of time to, to hang out with my friends as much as I would like to and things like that. Um, even miss out on a lot of family events. Like um, I want, I really wanted to make it to my nephew's last my nephew's last cross-country meet. It's his first year running cross-country. Shout out to my nephew, Landon. He's 13. Oh. Uh, I was super excited for him. You know, I bought his shoes and everything, but I couldn't make it to his last meet because I had to host Urban Grind. So uh so you know, you sacrifice like things like that, like always always going to the next gig or whatever. Um uh so yeah, a lot of time, a lot of extracurricular. Um and sometimes, you know, I wish I could be that guy that's just like, you know, just go to work, work a nine to five and then just be cool with that. But there's so much that I wanna do and so much that I wanna accomplish that I don't know, I can't I can't be that. I can't be that. So it's always like it's always looking to see how you can uh, um how you can refine your craft, make it better, how you can do better, maybe you need to improve writing or performing or marketing or, or whatever. There's always something. And so there's always something to do. There's no roadmap. So it's only, you know, you'll get out of it what you put into it. So there's so much there's so much that can be done that um you sacrifice like <laughs> just being comfortable, like, okay, everything for the day is done, but no, there's always something you could always write. You could always do better. You could always do something. So I think that's the main thing that I sacrifice is like the comfortability in my head of like knowing that, you know, you completed something. The work here is never done.
0: Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing,
1: man. Yeah, it's cool, but it, but it messes with you too. Yeah, <laughs> because like I said, you can, you can never, you never feel like, you never feel like, okay, I'm here. I'm good. You right. know, you always, an artist, you always trying to keep climbing and elevating and seeing how you get better. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's just kind of what comes with it.
0: Wow. Oh, okay, man. So how does like, how does poetry, like how does that make you feel physically, mentally and emotionally? Like you know, um, everything that you've said so far, but how does it make you feel in, in those three like capacities?
1: Sometimes, sometimes it makes me feel inspired. If I uh, If I go on stage and do really well and people come up to me and they're like, oh man, you said this and, and man, you were on stage. I never heard poetry like that. Sometimes it inspires me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like I'm in the grind of it and it's like just constant, like I'm performing, performing here, performing there. And yeah, you get a little $50 here, a hundred dollars here, but it feels like, like, you know, you're doing something, but it feels like, like the work you're putting in is not being reciprocated. So sometimes it drains me mm-hmm. sometimes, um, you know, sometimes it requires more of me than I thought I had to give. So you know, sometimes it uh, it messes with me in that way. So I say all that to say, like it makes me feel, it makes me feel different at different times. But overall, it makes me feel empowered because I know that God gave me something to be passionate about. So I'm grateful for that because there's a lot of people like they not they're still looking for something that thing that drives them, that thing that that thing that motivates them, that thing that make, that thing that makes them want to get up in the morning and and go. So I have something like that. So I think overall, um, it makes me feel grateful. And then seeing the world through that lens, like I'm always I'm always looking for like always looking for material, always looking for something to write about. So um so it keeps me on my toes. It keeps me always paying attention to little things going on. So when I take a walk, like I'm just I'm just listening to the birds. I'm I'm watching the kids play. I'm I'm doing all these things just to find like just to find an angle, just to find out like where I can come in and and take this, but twist it up in this way and present it to people and make um, and take something that's that's really that's really normal and twist it and make them look at them this way, so somebody like, oh, I never thought of it like that and so uh so like I said, that's what I talk about in terms of like always having a perspective but um but yeah it makes me feel it makes me feel everything every emotion under the sun but but overall poetry makes me feel it makes me feel fulfilled. Like um like I'm not only doing something for myself, but I'm doing God's work by allowing him to to give me a gift and really use it and utilize it to help people. So so yeah, so it makes me feel empowered more than anything.
0: Right. Wow, that's a whole nother that's a I should have included that spiritual a spiritual level as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Wow, wow, wow. So tell me like what would be Give me some like what would you tell a person who wants to write and they want to get their po- their poetry or their poems out out there. What what's the uh, give me like a piece of advice that would just help them to just t- you know, it'll say to them just go do it, you
1: know? If you want to if you write poetry and you want to find a way to get your poetry out there I would say first off do find a medium that works for you. So, okay. You wrote a poem, whatever you feel like it's good. Um, Maybe you want to take it to the stage. Okay. Um, You know, if you are a, if you are a people person like that and you are okay with being on stage and okay with being vulnerable to a group of strangers. Yeah. Then you might want to take it to your local open mic and, and whatever and, and take it and present it that way. Or if you are more, you know, kind of want to be behind the scenes kind of person, maybe a poetry's intimate and you don't even want people to know that it's necessarily you writing it, then, uh, then create a blog maybe where you can kind of, you don't necessarily have to be, you know, front facing everybody and you can uh, and you can write in, in print form and put your stuff out there. You don't have to necessarily be on stage, my face, like as the forefront of it all there's, you know, you can, uh, you can create a podcast where you spit a poem, you know, once a, once a week, whatever, or, or once a day and you put it out there in that way. And that's an audio form. So you don't have to, your face don't have to be like out there and you gotta be the front facing thing. So I would say to anybody who is writing and wants to put their poetry out there, find a medium that works for you and how you want to present yourself because there's more than one way to do it. You don't have to you don't have to just be on stage. You don't have to just write it at your desk. You don't have to just um you know you can you can do it any way you want to do it. Uh but just find a way that works for you because you know being on stage ain't for everybody. But at the same token, like I feel like a lot of the poems that I've written, they don't look good being read. I feel like they're best being said. So um so yeah, so just find a medium that works for you. I say and wow. then, and then, but no, you don't have to put it out there until you're ready. You're ready. Whenever, because this stuff is vulnerable. This stuff comes from our heart. This stuff is from, like, our innermost part of our soul. So, um, you know, it's not easy to put it out there to people to critique it and like it or love it or whatever. So um, so I say that's the main thing. It's okay to write. It's okay to want to put it out there. But don't put it out there till you feel like it's ready. Because then that's how you're going to feel more comfortable with your work
0: exactly wow wow man no that means that means that means a lot to a lot of people who you know they just they're kind of nervous you know to being able to present their work you know to other people um so yeah Yeah.
1: And, and, and as they should be as they should be like i said these are like most innermost thoughts so so I don't take that lightly, like whenever somebody's on stage and they're like, "This is my first time, more like I can tell they're nervous. I never take that lightly, lightly. and I always, I'm always so appreciative of people coming on stage just because uh, I know what it takes and it's not easy. It's not easy to put yourself out there like that. So
0: uh, Yeah, and I, I remember uh, just having that type of energy when I went to Urban Grime. I'm telling y'all, it's a whole different type energy when you walk in the place like it's like you're you're gonna be nervous but it's like it's like it kind of goes away you know
1: yeah.
0: really it's how you how you you know put together you know, your show and how everyone is very welcomed you know especially when they find out that you're performing oh my gosh oh you're performing. <laughs> and i was like yeah they're just like oh my god yeah i'm just like yeah
1: so when do you feel like when you feel like that nervousness went away for you like when you started or or do you feel like it went away
0: it so once i kind of felt that because that's the reason why i showed up early but hey <laughs> i showed up fill <laughs> out the room like
1: you yeah.
0: know so i'm putting myself out there so i kind of let go of how other people would you know welcome my you know my poem that i wrote so i was not have any expectation walking through that door Got
1: gotcha.
0: uh, you know when i saw your when i saw your face your smiling face i was just like oh okay and then i saw <laughs> and then, you know, it it was just you know to hear other people i think i heard other you know people i think you had performed before I yeah before i went on there i think i think or it was someone else that performed um before i did and um I don't know. I just felt the energy, you know, and just the applause, you know, afterwards for, you know, I think it was free will. I think he was he performed. OK. OK. Right? And, you know, to hear him and to hear and just to see how the crowd is responding. Uh, I was just like, wow, OK, I could do this. I could do, okay. I, I do it. I could do it. I like this. Um, so I think that's when, I mean, I, I was still nervous, believe me, you know, yeah, <laughs>
1: absolutely. as you should be, as you should be.
0: <laughs> but once I started performing, once I got on stage and, you know, took a deep breath and just kind let of let it out and just go ahead, tap into it, you know, tap into just, you know, my own space as if no one's there, as if I'm performing for myself, mm-hmm. um, I think I I had got yeah I got into it I got into what I was saying and I you know because I kind of I wanted to I feel like you know when I'm reading you know my poems it has to have uh, you know how you you know how you uh, said it before you know the your perspective and your type of yeah
1: picture, you know? absolutely um,
0: just how you read it that's just how you read it you know so I wanted it to have my emotions behind it too you know I wanted yeah. it. To, my perspective i wanted all of that to show um and of course you know i'm not on that level yet where i I can i can uh you know uh, perform and not have anything in front of me to read it but (laughs) because i was you'll get there
1: you'll get there
0: (laughs) but um but yeah like i i just wanted all of that to show and i honestly feel i felt like that it, it showed you know and that was my first my first time and my first try and i was just like wow this was amazing, of course, you know before you had prayed you know with uh for all the you know performers, and I think that that was a I, I just saw like that spirituality like you know in that just in the room, you know, I just felt all of that like um and it was just it was just welcoming that's what I'll say it was just welcoming and it, okay. it
1: didn't okay,
0: yeah, it didn't feel like a you know okay, I don't know how they're gonna I don't know how they're gonna take it, I don't know you know what they're gonna say or they may not, and I think I had, I had already, you know, I was like, maybe they won't clap. And I <laughs> I'll still walk off, you know, very confident that, that I, you know, got, you know, I got on stage and, you know, I did what I, I did what I wanted, I came to do. So, you know, I definitely, um, I welcomed all of that, you know, I was just like no expectation um, because a right. lot of, a lot of people come, come with expectation and, you know, you just never know if, you know you may feel disappointed or you may feel um okay it went the way you wanted it to go but i was just like i don't i don't want no expectation because i you know i didn't want because you know a lot of times you know people end it right there if you come in with expectation you got disappointed you're not gonna do it again sometimes people yeah
1: yeah, absolutely absolutely so yeah so yeah so so i thank you for that feedback but i thank you for um for coming through and blessing the stage that's that's always uh that's always a big thing for me. Like I said, I don't take that lightly, like somebody feeling comfortable enough to be on stage. Because that's like when I do um when I do any kind of like open mic type of event, how it goes most of the time, it's like I ask people if they wanna perform. I always try to like meet people in the room and see what's going on, try to talk to everybody. And uh most people are like, Oh no, nah, I'm good. You know, and then so I start the show and it's like I'm looking at the list, like, okay. Looks like, I'm gonna probably have to do my whole catalog tonight, which is fine, you know, just more practice for me. But then like, as it goes on, people typically like, yo man, you think you still got a spot? You think you can still bring me up on stage? And for the most part, if I got time, then, you know, I usually try to accommodate people. Um, and so, so yeah, so like, I would just say that to say, I don't take that lightly. Like when people feel comfortable enough to get on stage and then do it and feel, um, and feel rejuvenated, are inspired by it, then, you know, that's, uh, that's very important to me. And I'm glad, uh, I'm glad we can, uh, set that stage to help people do that. And I'm glad people are like yourself are willing to come up and get on stage and do their thing. So, so yeah, appreciate you.
0: Man, uh, I'll also be performing, uh, on October 20th, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, um, and for everybody listening, that's the next Soul Therapy show, uh, October 20th um let me see a little less than two weeks away and that's at the breaking board here in marietta georgia and marietta square so you can follow me at i am justin Patton for more information on that grab tickets at the lincoln bio all that yeah it's gonna be a good time
0: all that i'm telling y'all you will not be disappointed just the whole show and i hated that i hated that i had to you know leave because you know you know parking i was like, okay which 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 is more important you know, me having a <laughs> I really want to stay because I had to leave at the um, in the middle of a performance, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Because I was already pushing it. I was already kind of <laughs> right,
1: right, right.
0: Um, all right, I was. I gotta go. I gotta go. But, um, y'all, yeah, you guys will not be disappointed at all. Thank you so much, Justin, for just blessing us uh, with you know just this Q and A of just you know spreading word about. Just spoken word,
1: you know, just poetry. Oh, no, I'm, prim- I'm, I'm grateful for you providing the platform. This is cool. We need uh, we need more platforms like this where you know spoken word artists and poets can come in and talk about it and share their experience. So yeah, so it's important what you're doing. Um, I've heard a couple of other conversations you had; they were awesome. So y'all check out Nora's Narrative podcast streaming on all platforms. Um, and yeah, make sure y'all tune in, tap in with her. Shout out to Camille Deneen, who is on here. Who will be one of our headliners for the October twentieth show? I'm super excited to have her on. Uh, we talk about perspective. She has an amazing perspective um, mm-hmm. and uh, and an awesome stage presence. So uh, the, and these and I, so I just want to be clear. Like the people I ask to come and perform in my show are people that I'm fans of as well. Because um because yeah, I put on the show and run the show and all that. But more than anything, I am a fan of of spoken word artists so uh so yeah so make sure y'all come out man it's gonna be a good time we got uh we got tacos and tequilas to make sure y'all ain't hungry make sure y'all ain't thirsty make sure y'all are getting drunk enough to have a good time and all that so yeah yes uh,
0: those tacos are good okay
1: (laughs) yeah shout out to our shout out to our chef on deck uh mr kenneth watson brown at green giant goodies yes you guys i'm
0: telling y'all come on out uh, this, uh, this, uh, what's it called? This IG will be posted on Norris narrative, uh, podcast and I'm on all platforms. Um, it will be posted tomorrow. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm just, oh, wow. This, I, y'all I'm inspired. I just want to let y'all know. I'm inspired. I'm, I'm, I, you know, he was talking about, you know, just keep going and keep working. I feel like I need to go and start writing. I need. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you and me both. You and me both. <laughs> well,
0: so much for blessing us justin uh you guys let's you know go to urban grind yo know, tell y'all don't miss out but yes you guys i will catch y'all on the next episode <laughs>
1: i know i appreciate it thank you for doing what you're doing keep it going man I love the podcast love what you got going on thank and you. uh yeah Anyway, i can support more than happy to.
0: thank you so much and you guys go follow uh justin's podcast as well i'm not sure of the name What's the name
1: of it? The poet's perspective.
0: The poet's because per- I'm about to go follow it, but I-
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, so uh, just click the link in bio. It'll take you to uh, take you to all the links. So,
0: all right, all right, will do. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> I right, Nora, it. Thank you. Thank you. Peace.